Hey, what's going on there, motivators? Dr. Drill with the Making Motivation Podcast. Today is my second episode of, uh, of the day, let alone the week. As I shared in my uh, earlier podcast, it was, uh, I've had a little dry spell and shit happens, but I'm back. So um, I hope you guys will listen in. So today is Election Day 11, November 8th, 2022. Tomorrow is my daughter's 14th birthday, Lilio. She's freaking awesome. I just dropped her off for cheer practice. She's growing up. She's smart. She's funny. She's mature. She's creative. She's a very special relationship with that one. I'm proud of her. So I'm going to call, have some flowers delivered to the house tomorrow. Make sure that we can uh, celebrate her well. I know her mom, who does most everything, has a great celebration prepared. So happy birthday to Lil. She's a little shy, but if you see her, please wish her well. Then the following day is Marine Corps birthday, and I'll probably do a uh, dedicated podcast to that purpose. You know that's a very special occasion for me and all Marines as far as the eye can see. But today is election day as stated and it's been a little bit of a frenzied day. You can, you can feel it out here in the traffic even though I was quote unquote off today. Um, feel like uh, it's been a little bit of a frenzied day, a little bit of a, an energy out there, people hitting their brakes and racing across traffic and through lights and around bends, and it's always like that, but it seems like it's a particularly tumultuous time that way right now, and when I went over to the uh, polls this morning, I go to Tyler's Port, right off a of Ridge Road there. I walked over. I did so with some trepidation. It's just something hanging in the air, you know, when you you go to vote. It's a, it's a big deal. You should take it seriously. But it's been um, stressful. Maybe all elections are stressful. I don't know. And I've long felt that, you know, as though if you ask a room full of people, could be a dozen, could be hundreds, could be a workforce, could be a nation, could be your high school class, and they say, who wants to be class president? The first few people, anybody who raises their hand should automatically be restricted from, you know, denied the opportunity to leave, because folks who want to be in charge, folks who want to be in power think that that's a problem. I, I view anyone who is looking for, like, actively looking for a leadership position with skeptic. Jesus Christ, the fuck was that? The skeptic's gaze because, you know, people are full of shit and I think they just want things out of their own selfishness. I don't, I think a lot of people lack true leadership capability even though they might regard themselves as a leader. And I've been around, so 
a lot of people out there just want to be run the show. And we should be very skeptical of them. So we've all seen the ads. In Pennsylvania, it's for Fetterman, or it's for Dr. Oz, or Masterani, and um, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Josh Shapiro and all this stuff. There's all these ads, and many of them, they don't really talk about their accomplishments. Instead, they talk about how the other person, the other guy is fucked up. There's a deer running across the road here, but I saw him. Get out of the goddamn road, you turd. You're going to die. I don't want you to. Um deer safely across the road. So, uh, it's ugly, man. You'd be watching your, uh, whatever show you're into and all of a sudden you, you know, it comes on really loud, like a hundred decibels or several hundred decibels louder than the actual program that you, you want to watch. Here it comes. Matt Cartwright is a son of a bitch. He raised, wants to raise your taxes, but got caught cheating on his own. He's no good. Matt Cartwright. He's Pelosi's right-hand man. Votes with her every time. He's part of her leadership team. Dr. Oz is a piece of shit. He has four houses, ten houses in four states. made his money by scamming people, so on and so forth, and depending upon the side you're on, you might be inclined to say, ooh, that friggin' guy, Fetterman's a piece of shit, <laughs> they have, they have uh, video of him in these attack ads, the man had a stroke, so he has some cognitive, uh, some speech issues. And those who are advocates of him will say, well, it's just, just speech. It's, it's not cognition. It's not thinking. Well, you know, a big part of what you do as a agreed that a big part of what you do as a politician is you, you talk. You are a mouthpiece, and you need to be able to communicate well. I think he probably can communicate very well, but in this case, he's got an impediment. He had an injury. He had a stroke, probably complicated by stress of running for public office and all the grief that you have to deal with so it's crazy man so we've all seen these things and a common thing that people will say because they're petrified to talk they're reticent they're reluctant to talk about the actual political their political views their values um, because it can tempers can flare and people can judge you um, they will say very common statement they will say something to the effect of I'll be glad when these ads are when we're through with these ads I'm tired of seeing that shit all this negative stuff attacking the other guy well me too but to me it indicates that 
people don't want to. Politics is a dirty word. Right? It's become something that people don't want to do. You know, my anxiety shot up when I walked down to the polls because I know that there's people that feel, you're around people who feel very strongly, whether their views are with a clear head. I mean, look at all these signs here. Maria Collin, Mastriano, Maria Collin, Ehaz, vote today, Fitzpatrick, one community, accept women. People come up and put an accept women sign next to it. So we're fighting with signs and symbols. Vote Brian Fitzpatrick. He's a Republican, right? Accept women. Because <laughs> he doesn't, because maybe he's against the woman's right to choose. I'm sure that's what it is about. But it's beyond just just abortion, you know. Again, I've been an I've been. Um, my feelings are that most people are anti-abortion, with a caveat, you know, that being some of these extreme circumstances where somebody has, was raped or, you know, whatever, is carrying a child that is not viable, whatever it is. They don't want somebody. So what it comes down to is that anybody who's completely pro-life. <clears throat> you're taking away the doctor, you're interfering with the doctor-patient interaction. You know, you're saying that it's illegal to do this, in which case there's going to be people doing all kinds of shit, crossing state lines, going out of the country to get abortions, because in their, in their view, many women, this is their body. This is their choice. It's a medical decision that they have to make. Absolutely, if you're going to get an abortion... You shouldn't be able to get one because just because you got pregnant, you know, there's a lot of things that can be done. You can carry this child to term. You can um, then put the child up for adoption if you so choose. And there's plenty of people out there that would love, that can't conceive, can't have their own children. And so maybe they would, you know, you've given your, your, your child, which is a, a life, you know, however many weeks after conception we designate that as. Um, and that's not really, I mean, it's, it's to the point where it doesn't matter what kind of science you measure it with. There are people that you could tell them, well, at this point in time, this many weeks out, the child is non, you know, it's not viable. It's, uh, it's not able to function outside of the womb without the help of the mother, etc., etc., etc. People are going to have diametrically opposed views. So I'm just telling you, it's a very complex, acknowledging it's a very complex issue. And so then women are going to say, well, this guy or gal, usually it's a guy. That's even a bigger insult. When a man is going to say, well, I believe in this, and all the women say, wait a second, dude, you're not a fucking guy. Keep your fucking views, keep your, your hands off of my uterus. I am a human being. I am a, you know, sovereign entity, and you're not going to pass some law that's going to tell me what to do. I'll talk to my doctor about this shit. I think they have a great point. I also think that you should not have people having frivolous abortions. But if you go out, for instance, if you go out and you have unprotected sex or condom breaks or 
acting irresponsibly as many young people do and you think you might have there might be a chance that you could get pregnant and you take a test and it's whatever however many weeks out you take a pregnancy test and you decide that you want to terminate that pregnancy chemically fucking do it yeah humanist, but there are a lot of people on this earth now. We talked about overpopulation. It is a thing that this planet does not have the resources to, we got 8 billion people now. What happens if we have 10 billion people? How are we going to feed them? How are we going to, you know, spread all these resources around? And so... <clears throat> judging parenthood, family planning based on uh, religious, your religious preference is fucking bullshit. So we don't need, we don't need, certainly don't need more people out there who are irresponsible parents or can't provide for their children. Christ, we got a fucking recession coming maybe. So somewhere in the middle. Can we all just fucking find the middle, you know? But it's not that way. We have to have, we have to be directly in, in opposition to our competitor. If they're doing this, well, we think we believe else otherwise. You know? If they say it's freaking sky is blue, well, we say it's, it's green, you know? Because we're trying to distinguish ourselves, right? And trying to get, get likes. Right? Everybody's trying to get likes. Get more likes, you get a position of leadership, you get to determine how other people, you know, the rules under which they live. That's scary, man. I passed by this church, many churches you can find in your community, and they're good places, you know, where people gather and, you know, worship, and that's wonderful. But wasn't very long ago where churches were the law of the land, you know? What people telling you what to do, and then we traded, we traded the sovereignty of the church. Fled from monarchic rule and sovereignty and the power of the church to now we've got corporations and we've got entities trying to dominate everything. Anyway, my views are immaterial really. I voted and I cannot say that it was it was it was that you look at the, the the ballot it was either you vote for this or you vote for that and there's still a sentiment and probably a, a harsh reality that if you vote for the green party or the independent that they have really no chance of winning whatsoever they are the appearance represent the appearance of one more option than the two. But really two options is kind of what we got. 
because nobody thinks the third party can <clears throat> can make a difference. What would it take for that third party to really take control? Well, they have to be a very it would have to be a populist vote. You know, somebody who's gets a lot of likes, somebody who's a personality that uh, people are attracted to, somebody with star power. And maybe that's why all these characters are Herschel Walker and Dr. Oz, Donald Trump, all these people are throwing their hat in the ring. But again, as usual, politics is a dirty word and people people are stressed out when they go to vote. They might view it as a right and they, they want their vote to be counted, yes. But they're almost ashamed to be part of the process. They are not necessarily hopeful that their vote is going to mean anything. And they are suspect of our political system. It's honesty. It's integrity. And how could you not be, man? As I've stated, you know, you've got you know, the leaders of this, of the free world telling us to, that we need to behave a certain way. The leaders of our community, they want us to stay inside the lines, to, you know, follow these particular laws and rules and regulations. But if you look at the highest, people at the highest level that are making decisions, how do they behave? How do they treat one another? It's really terrible, man. It's a sad commentary on human beings, how folks treat one another at the highest levels of our society. The poor, um, the piss poor example that they set. I mean, imagine if these fuckers would actually like practice what they preach. I don't know if, if anyone will ever, if the voting public will ever give, you know, um, become, you know, respectful of politics and politicians. I don't know if these entities will ever, you know, have anything but a, a shitty name. They've earned it. They've earned our disrespect and our doubt. And what does that say about this great nation of democracy and all the fucking stories that are told about our comeuppance and that we are a young country and the great, greatest nation on earth and, and all these things, you know? As I've said before, you're only great as long as you maintain proper decorum, you know, proper competition in the marketplace and, you know, the social sphere, as long as you've got a good reputation. So you got to watch your shit, man. You have to constantly sharpen your edge and make it true. Stand by.
right, heading home now. Got my bogey boy by my side. We're gonna have some dinner. We made uh, a seafood paella. There's a there's a seafood paella that you can get from um, Trader Joe's, and then there's something called a uh, seafood blend that I've mentioned. It's got uh, shrimp, little baby shrimp, some baby scallops, and it also has some um, squid in it, little rings, frozen. Shit's great, man. So you mix all that together. You add a little super spicy um, powder that I have. It's a looking uh, I think it's Asian. Probably get it at Aussie. It's like this bag of crystalline goodness, you know, you got kinds of herbs and spices and shit in there. And then a little heat. So I'll kick it up. It is delicious, man. Sam and I got a nice big pot of that. We're gonna scarf down. Save a little bit of for Bogey Boy. We'll settle in for the night. Got early morning tomorrow, 12 hours from now. I'll be up, be at the gym, get my morning workout in. My buddy Mike. Start a busy, busy day. Try to do my best to leave the world a better place. You know, I figure that's all we can do. We should just do our part. As I wrote, uh, maybe last week, campaigning for, to be your doctor, man, to be your friend, to be, you know, whatever, fucking jester guy, puts a smile on your face, motivates you a little bit, inspires you, and I want to be inspired, and I want to be motivated, and I want to laugh my ass off, and I want to enjoy this life. We only got one, and it's pretty damn short. You think about all this stuff that we we ponder and we bicker over, like this political stuff. God, we're so fucking immature. It makes you wonder if you, with all the squabbles turned into, you know, in many cases, life or death situations and, you know, deal breakers in society. We're talking about wars or whatever competing for resources and, you know, trying to make it look like the other guy is bad guy or lesser or whatever. Racism, classism, um, inequalities, I mean, this shit exists, of course. And in any group of people, there's going to be folks that have gifts or advantages and, and that that is life in a sense but if we're here to cooperate or we here if we're if we're to succeed in this life we have to cooperate we have to find balance you know think about it if in your own life if you're a fucking if you're a fat piece of shit which many of us are if you have you get poor sleep, if you eat shitty, if you stress out. That many of us have all these problems, right? Every single one of us. Why do you think that I go to the gym, you know, three, four times a week and I'm setting all these challenge goals for myself? Because I want to be better. Because I'm not entirely happy 
with my present state. You know, whether it's physically or mentally, we all want to improve. We, we all want to be better. So why can't we look at that, look at something like politics, which has the front, it fronts the notion that, hey, it's all about making the world better. We need to, we need to change. And if you want the, if you want the party of hope and change, you vote for me. Things suck right now, and the gas prices are high, and taxes are high, and crime is high, and you know, and there's a lot of these borders. There's immigrants coming in, and they want to steal your what you have, and all this stuff. <clears throat> if we think these issues are complex, or or <clears throat> or so simple rather, that one man or one politician is going to change them. It's not going to happen like that. I think the world is rarely a place anymore where one person can be a playmaker and cause an up or downside so large that it affects many, many, many people. We call that force multiplication. Having this person on your basketball team will be a force multiplier because that player is so good that you can't help but win. There's a few real superstars out there, but they're not infallible. They're not without flaw. They get injured. They make mistakes. It takes a whole team working together. Same shit with politics, with societies. You and I might not agree on some things, but at this point, we're not even talking about middle ground. It's got. It's easier just to say, this is where I'm, this is my side, and this is your side. Don't cross this line. We want things this way, and this because this is the way things should be. Who the hell are we to say that things always should be this way? That is something, that is like an absolute. That is that is the church, the Catholic church, for, hunt, for a very fucking long time. Telling you what to do, how to live. Power. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Alright? Those days should be gone. Yet... <clears throat> There are forces politically that are trying to pit us against one another. And these fuckers won't be on the battlefield. They're instigators. And then we fight it out. We fight and we kill one another. We hate on one another. And bad things happen. So... I think we all need to do our part just to, just to make the world a better place. You know what I mean? The people that come in my office, I'm there to help them. I don't give a shit. I know I know what they are just by the way the, the, the conversations we have. And they probably know what I, you know, where my value system is. You know, we talk about things. And I never 
say, oh, well, you know, we never, it never winds up in a heated conversation. A handful of times in my time in practice has it been like that because my job is to take care of you. And I like you. I like spending time with you. So you can believe what you want to believe. You can worship how you want to worship. You can, you know, spend your free time, raise your family, run your business however the fuck you want. Do I want higher taxes? No, I want my tax. I don't want to pay as little taxes as I possibly can. But I, I, I do value social programs, you know, where there is money and logistical, you know, efforts that help, you know, pay for things like roads and... The Postal Service, which I know has its problems, our police, our local governments, all that stuff I know costs money to run. I mean, I respect the organization of, of societies so that there are, there's leaders and there's, there's rules that we abide by, you know? Am I pro-gun? Yeah. I value the Second Amendment. I own guns. Learned how to employ them with precision. Spent four years of my life carrying all kinds of guns and munitions. Learned how to fight and kill. With things that go bang and edged weapons and plastic explosives and anti-tank rounds and all this shit. Machine guns, large and small, floating around on Navy vessels. Slugging it out with my buddies, preparing to fucking kick ass and take names. Yeah, I did all that stuff. So I'm an advocate for the Second Amendment. Do I think that there are too many guns in our society floating around, circulating, and people don't know how to fucking use them, and nobody enforces or trains them or licenses them to behave responsibly with a firearm? I feel that way. I'm, I practice gun safety, but I'm also a human being, so you know accidents can happen. So I'm very, very, very careful. I keep my guns locked up. I, I practice when I can, or I don't fucking use them. I've got an even keel. I don't, I'm not gonna. If I were to carry, get a permit to carry, I probably wouldn't do so. I wouldn't want to live in a world where I had to walk around with a concealed weapon because something might happen. And if something happens, something's going to happen anyway. The world starts to fall apart even more than I'll, I'll be free carrying, for Christ's sake. Have damn daggers in my boots and shit. Kick everyone's ass if it comes down to that. If that happens, find your way to me if you're a reasonable person, because we'll survive. <clears throat> um... What else? Taxes. I pay my fucking ass off in taxes. Personal, goddamn property, business taxes, tens of thousands of dollars per year in taxes. 
I don't want to pay him, but you know what? You got to fucking pay him. Do I want to pay less, keep more of my money? Sure. Sometimes it sucks being in business for yourself. You think that we there would be better incentives. Can't even get fucking health. Do I do I think health health insurance is adequate? Health care is adequate in this country? No. I think we spend a shitload of fucking money on this stuff, and we have technology out the asshole, and we have crazy institutions of higher learning that can teach professionals everything they need to know. But we're still not the healthiest country in the world, not even close. Infant mortality, iatrogenic, iatrogenesis, it's medical-related deaths and injuries, it's all kinds of crazy shit, it's rampant. We need to improve. You know, health insurance premiums are up. Quality of care is down. Prisons. Do I want to lock bad guys up? Make sure that they can't hurt anybody or steal from anybody? Yes. Are is America's prison system um, embellished? Did we imprison a lot of people that probably didn't deserve it for petty crimes? Sure. You know? If somebody's not a violent offender, can we rehabilitate them better? It's not an industry that I'm in, but I have many friends who are um, correction in corrections. I'm sure they have a perspective that would be quite convincing to me about some of the characters that they guard. Um... I think it's bloated. I think that, you know, for such a wonderful nation, we can go about things differently. Improvement is needed. Prisons, keep us safe. Keep the bad guys locked up. Find ways to bring them back to society. Put them to work in a way that helps society. Give them some kind of hope. Education. I know that there are programs out there like that. But... Too many people in jail for stupid shit. Yeah, that was a you know the marijuana thing, right? People will, now it's legalized. It's going to be uh, recreationally legal everywhere pretty soon. I hope. You know, it's already legal for uh, medical purposes. So, myriad issues. We can go on and on. I'm trying to think. Foreign policy. Am I glad we have a foreign, uh, a strong military? Yes, I was part of it. I'm a patriot. I love this country. I love all the, the values that we hold dear. I love mom and apple pie. Um, I love the opportunity that we have. I'm very thankful to be a citizen of the United States of America. To be alive in this day and age and to be a citizen of this country is truly a gift. It's something worth preserving, something worth fighting for, dying for, if need be. Well, do I think that our military is too big? It has a gigantic footprint that goes around and you know, steps in everybody's shit and, and you know, in the process creates problems now? Gets involved in things, polices the world? It's, a, it's tough, man. I know this is a very complex issue. Like, all of these things I'm talking about are complex Yes, this is the way to do it, but there are exceptions. Yes, I love this country. Let's defend it. 
let's help other countries that have similar missions, similar mindset, similar value system. Let's help them. Let's protect them. Let's do the right thing. But it is not the, hey, let's go. We fight for right and freedom and to keep our honor clean thing. And the veterans that we send off to these battles in you know, godforsaken places out there, <clears throat> they're not always taken care of. Not to mention all the collateral damage for people that live in third world countries <clears throat> that we just, it's almost like they're not even people. Their lives don't matter. There's been a lot of that, you know, for whatever we, you know, justify, however we we paint the picture. And I think it's fucked up. Technology, is it awesome? Hell yeah, technology is great. It solves a lot of problems. It also creates a lot of problems. We're seeing that now, right? So how can we purpose things like the World Wide Web, social media, uh, artificial intelligence? How can we put it to work for us instead of just dominating our attention so we buy trinkets that are made in sweatshops the world across? You know, buy little plastic gizmos, various mold that are molded in various shapes that are have no value and little craftsmanship. You know, buy all these cell phones and all this shit that are made. You know, the materials for which are mined. You know, child labor involved. Right? There's kinds of suffering that occurs on our watch. Are we culpable? We should, we should think about that. We should talk about these things. Education. How come we're not better? Why do people feel like they know everything and are reluctant, lack the humility to continue to learn across life? It's, it's really troubling, man. It's dumb. Why are we so expensive? Why is education so expensive? How can we possibly... You know, it's great that the bubble is bursting in a sense. When I was growing up, if you wanted to make something yourself, you had to go to college. Or get some kind of training. Most everybody now, for decades and decades, everybody went to college. Because you had to do it to stay competitive get a good job, make a good living, support your family. That was it. So we went from working in factories and, and plowing fields and shit to now, okay, we still have these blue-collar jobs, but hey, we need to, you know, there's other jobs that need to be done. Now we need doctors and lawyers and computer people and technicians, and they need advanced training, and let's build infrastructure around this. And then the and then things get way out of control, and then we're just training people. We create a business, training people how to do things. And we add all kinds of extra courses in it. We make it so expensive that the people that now have these great educations and good jobs, they're saddled with paying student loans for the rest of their life.
of equality of our population. Taking care of the people that don't have as much while encouraging them to pull themselves up by their bootstraps, showing them the way, giving them incentive for you know making their life better. Maintaining compassion simultaneously, being compassionate with these people so that they they have an opportunity. They're, they're inspired to, to improve their life by their own hand, not by giving things to them. Wow, how about we simultaneously, though, give them some support? You know, push them in the right direction. I know we do that and try to do that. It's just crazy, though, man. You think about it as being a middle-class citizen. Uh, you know, a lot of, of middle-class people are resentful because they feel like they do all the right things that society tells them to do, go get their education, study for however many freaking years, 12, 15, 20 years, commit to lifelong learning, get a good job, pay your taxes, get the house on the friggin' hill with the white picket fence and all the accoutrements and then they see other people that are not working at all that are on unemployment that are scamming the system that are you know getting all these benefits you know with questionable need America's a crazy place I think it, it there's been a price for our success. Like for the past 50 years, basically, we've had some problems. There was always problems to go around, but uh, for the last 50 years, life has been pretty good. You know? People have been working, they've been making money, putting some money aside, they've been going on vacations, raising families, and comparatively, you know, the third world is suffering. Other people in the world are, they're not there yet, man. They're still in fields. They are making our products that we buy. And it's, that's, that's kind of the way things work, unfortunately. One aspect of society, of the world, of the population, advances while another aspect of the population stays the same. People might be content in their various roles, and it sets up another difference for us to compare ourselves and otherize each other and cut each other up, sufficient to you know, create wars and famines and all kinds of other shit, classes and skin color, you know, skin color, Jesus. You know, can we be tolerant of people that? You know, with the melting pot that we are in this in this nation, in this world, we are beijing. You know what that means? It means that there's a lot of dark folks that are marrying whiter folks, and it's creating a middle ground, a beige population. That's just the way it is, man. Crossbreeding could be talking about any characteristic skin color, hair color I 
eye color, height, any genetic characteristic. We are Beijing. We've got a beautiful looking um, human being as a result. That's a combination of all the attributes that this world has to offer. And still there are people that find reasons to judge one another and hate on one another over very, very small things. You know, we see the differences. I'm telling a story about humans. This isn't necessarily how I feel. Some of it it is. You can read the plays on it, but I love all people. I care about everyone. I want everyone to be okay and to get their fair shake. And I feel like our political process, just the way we solve problems and try to sort things out as fair in this society, supposedly the most advanced on the face of the earth, it's it's pitiful, man. It's something that people are scared to take part in. They don't want to do it. Politics is a dirty fucking word, and, they, and they've earned that reputation. And I can just hope, I can only hope that um, just by being good human beings in our communities, in our work day-to-day, in our relationships, that... You know, that just keeps us at peace, gives us some sort of peace of mind and and holds our society together because this other shit is just a distraction, you know. know, As we have discussed, technology, social media and stuff magnifies all the negative. People love the controversy and to read about what this guy, leader, the Oath Keeper, you know, what his role was, what his band of nut jobs was trying to do on January 6th of a couple years ago. That's when fucking shit hits the fan, you know? When, um... When our, um... The angels of our better nature are not appealed to are not called on. So we just got to do that, okay? Alright, I'm going to go freaking dig into that paella. I hope uh, whoever is listening, if you voted today, congratulations for voting your right. I don't necessarily want to hear about it. About who your guy is and what they're going to do. I'm skeptical that they're actually going to do that, and that is sad. I wish that I could think differently, but they got to show me, you know? Um, but I hope your guy wins. All right? Love and respect. Huh!